Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. What do young South Africans want from their future? This is the question posed by award-winning photographer Jodie Bieber to 45 youngsters from the age of 15 to 23. She captured their image in their own background, interviewed them, and then chose a quote from each of the interviews. She sent this to Brenton Mart, who designed posters, and the posters are currently part of an exhibition entitled entitled Hashtag I at Constitutional Hill. Jody joins me now to tell me more. Jody, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Jody, um, capturing the essence of what somebody is and stands for is ultimately what you want to do with this exhibition. Yeah, I think it is um, important for me that when I photograph people, I try to capture who they are and not who they want to be for the camera. And how do you get, because you've, you've brought me one of your posters, do you take lots and lots of different photos and then choose one? Do you interview the person first and then get a sense of who they are and try and capture it? Because one image to capture the essence of who we are is, is a taxing well, I always say, um, firstly, in this project, I did extensive interviews with each of the did young Did you start people. off? So, yeah. So you, uh, kind of that you identified and together with various audiences chose 45 people. Yeah, I went to the Hillbrow Theatre Foundation. They had um, theatre on and I stood on stage and I said, is anyone interested to participate? I managed to encourage the security guard at Rosebank College. What a great project I was doing. And she got me to speak to the PRO. And then I landed up giving a talk to the media, um, journalists, students in exchange to find people. So I do that in different ways. Then, the, of course, children under the age of 18, I definitely wanted parent consent. Right, of course. And then when I met each person, it was like an adult shoot. It wasn't, <laughs> even if they were 15, we sat, I had my computer, I did an extensive interview, which I thought the questions were quite difficult, but it's interesting to see how intelligent young people are today compared to, <laughs> I mean, if I had to be interviewed yeah. at that time. And then I photographed them. And you can see when someone's posing for the camera. And then I also asked people to share their photographs from their phone. Right. To give another added element to the project. So you've brought me a, a poster here. Yeah, and there are three. Three posters. I just got the one in front of me. So you've got three very different characters. Yes. Um, and very different feels to the poster. Yes. All ex yeah, extremely um, and and a hashtag and this one this one is a young woman, quite sexy actually, isn't she? Pretty. Yeah, she's pretty she's cute and very clever. And here she is, is the hashtag I am words. What does that mean? I think that I see her as a magazine editor one day or working writing something. And for her, the best way she finds to express herself is through the use of words. And what I did ask each young person was to describe themselves in one word. Okay. And that's where we added, I am word. And here, this one is, am interesting. Not I, just, oh, there's your hashtag. I. Yeah. So, am interesting. And who is this? That's a young guy, Ravi, who... Um, I, I've, this project took two years. He's at King David School, 
And he spoke to me about gender identity, meaning that they had a campaign going at King David Victory Park where they wanted to embrace boys, long hair. Right, I remember that. Yeah, and the governing body said Mm. no. And so what he's saying in this time in the world, can't we, like why can't boys wear earrings? Why can't boys have long hair? Why can't girls wear pants? Yes. So he, in a way, wants to challenge, not challenge in a negative way, but just open the mind of where we are standing in society. And of of course, these are the issues that we have new terminology, gender fluid, for example, is a a new concept. And clearly you've gone out of your way to kind of embrace this new speak. Yes, because the thing is, if you think of it, next year it's the elections in South Africa. Us older people, we sit stuck in the same old narrative and conversation. We can't even get out of it. And who wants things to continue in the same way? So for me, this was like my campaign to say what young people want for South Africa. And it's not the same what the adults wanted for themselves. And also they don't have the experience of apartheid. So there were very fresh voices, fresh voices, and I believe in South Africa, and I believe that the young generation can move us forward in a in a good way. And Jody, you spoke to well, quite a broad range actually between fifteen and twenty five. I mean, things change quite a lot in those years. Um, also, um, you spoke to people of different ethnic, religious, cultural groups. Is there a difference in these groups as to what our youth want? It's very strange. It's not. Firstly, I mean, compared to us Mm. as older, the older generation, in terms of race, everyone wants to work. Well, the 45 young people I photographed want to work together. They still do identify that there is racism, but they want to work together. They don't want their parents the race to be stuck in yeah. that same conversation. And, you know, it's all, I mean, young people, they might not be politically motivated, but they understand what's going on in their surroundings. And so there, there was also a similar narrative. And, for example, a young uh, guy from Hillbrow, he said, like, why can't we have recycling? Why can't we have what the northern suburbs have? Mm. You know, we have the same aspirations. Mm. So everybody has the same aspirations. And maybe, maybe, I mean, you are presenting a picture of hope among our youth, certainly in terms of race, possibly not economics, but (laughs) certainly in terms of race, that there is a desire to break down the racism. Yes, but also around economics where one of the young women I photographed like speaks about, you know, um, uh, the fine. I mean, she wants to be a financial minister. Um, and yes, in terms of economics, it was often said by young people in less privileged backgrounds. We don't just want handouts. Yeah. We want skills. Yeah. Now, you are, this exhibition is up, it's in, up until the end of July. The yes. And tomorrow at 11 a.m., it's at the Women's Jail, uh, Constitution Hill. I will be giving a, a walkabout. 
and Brenton Mart, the designer, will be there, and quite a few of the young people will also be so speaking. So people there. have an opportunity to go and interact and talk. Yeah. What has the response to the exhibition been? It's been amazing because the thing is, it's not an exhibition that's on the wall. It's 45 posters, and you can take away a poster that impacts on you. So, for example, um, it's 45 posters, but they're not they're mounted. No, they're on the ground. So just like we're very used to um, looking at our phones, um, the posters are on, are on crates on the ground. So the posters on crates on the ground. I am I, I, um, Robin Sasson, who I rate highly as a arts journalist yes. and who's often a guest on the show, said you walk away from the exhibition not only with a poster that you choose, but also with goosebumps because, the, because the stories are so touching. Well, the thing is, I think if anyone really, like, invests time in in finding out a specific thing, like for me, I wanted to find out what young people were thinking, um, I think it's a pretty accurate portrayal, but we've also done it in a fun, creative way. way. Young way, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Posters that people can appeal, can take home and pluck on your wall in your room. Jody, you wanted to turn this into a book long term. Yes, definitely. Um, so what is, well, yes, tell me about the process. Well, Brenton and I will work together to create a, a book dummy, and I want to incorporate um, the interviews, the extensive interviews, because not only is would it be a beautiful creative book, but also I think the research around what young people want in this period of time would be relevant to universities and libraries and colleges. And have you got schools to come to the exhibition? Have schools shown an interest in the exhibition? Um, not as yet, but we're hoping to move. I mean, as an individual, I can't do that. Yeah. I think it's more complicated bringing schools in, but we're hoping to get the exhibition to travel. Okay. And it would be great if someone could take it on and it could be part of a campaign in a way to, to get the older generation, meaning 80 years and older, as a way to say you have got a voice. Yeah, and because, you know, I think people like this. You said his name was Ravi. Mm-hmm. I imagine there's so many people who would look at Ravi and think, I connect. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's interesting because I say choose only one person from there. <laughs> And everyone suddenly they intently like looking and they've got to relate to what some someone is you know has written, and yeah, I, I mean I think that in a way I spent a lot of time on this. Jody, um, is there one person that most people gravitate to? No, I think it. So it isn't a case of one person gets and taken you know, quickly and like they. Thousands and I was also women. looking across race groups. They don't just select the same, same race. And um, then I just I would have probably be my last question to you. But you are an award-winning journalist. Your name. I'm not a journalist. I mean, photographer. You are. Your name carries weight. You won the 2010 award. Do you, do you want to just tell me about that photograph? Sure. Um, I was sent to Afghanistan and I took a photograph of Bibi Aisha whose nose and ears were cut off by her husband 
and family for running away from him. And it was to teach other people in the village not to run away. But I didn't photograph it in a way that showed her um, as despairing or vulnerable. I showed her more in a way of strength and power. And it was a beautiful photograph, and obviously you won an award for it. To what extent did that allow you more access to what you'd previously had? No, it's funny. The more awards you win, the quieter it becomes. But (laughs) why why is (laughs) that? Probably people have an image that you're expensive or you're too busy or whatever. But what it did do, I went to 20 countries in that year. And I spoke to the UN, I spoke to universities, I spoke to schools. So it really was a growing experience and it made me think about my work even further. And going forward, um, what is your next project? Well, um, in Germany, in the city of Bremen, I'll be having a mid-career show on gender. They'll be presenting my work on men. Um, and Real Beauty, which is on women and body shape and on women who murdered their husbands. And then I have a book launch um, that will be at Photo ZA in November, um, a new book that was produced in Italy. But my big aim now is to move this project forward. We've got elections next year, and I want people to hear what young people have to say. Well, Jodie, thank you so much for coming in. And um, just to say that the exhibition is on until the end of the year. It's entitled Hashtag I, and it's at the Constitutional Hill. End of the month. Till the end of the month. So definitely see it. And if anybody would like to contact you? Um, you can contact me at Jody, J-O-D-I, at jodybieber.com. Jody, thank you so much for coming in and good luck with the rest of your exhibition. Thank you very much.